0: are live there we go the little thing that comes up on the screen welcome everyone to the feel inspired podcast my name is amit soda expert dating coach and so much more as well but today i've got an awesome guest who's created an incredible app and she's going to be here to tell you more about it and i'm looking forward to finding out myself actually because i don't know anything either so i'm as i'm as clueless as you um but this is the great thing about this podcast we can find out loads more um and any tools which are there to help people who are looking for that special someone in the relationship to create stronger relationships i'm definitely all for and for anyone new to the podcast you can catch um if you are not able to stay for the full live uh you can catch the audio on all the major podcast platforms um uh, and the lives will also stay up as well on social media so i'm looking forward to finding out more about this amazing guest so welcome dawn to the feelings by podcast Thank you so much for having me. How are you? you? I'm very well indeed. So you are an incredible soul who's entered the dating space. Uh, So I'd love to know a little bit about your story of like, you know, how you got to this point, what you were doing before and um, what you've created. And you can, you know, kind of uh, tell us a little bit about that um and um yeah anything you feel free feel free to share anything about your backstory how you got to this point or whatever whatever else you want to tell us we'd love to know um so welcome dawn to the feeling Inspired podcast thank you thank you so
1: much uh appreciate you having me on um, uh, it's lovely to have you on Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, hello from the U.S.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are, remind me
1: again, you are in...
0: Headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, that was it. I remember because I said my wife had been there as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. Uh, Don Cornelius, CEO and founder of Human. Um, And so, my backstory is that uh, for more than eight years, I've been living and researching and online dating. And um, because of my own experience and just realized that it was just fraught with many challenges, especially for those who are looking for their forever person. And uh, my story is that I was married for over a decade um, when that came to an end um, more than eight years ago. And at that point, I was over 40 uh, and I'm dating for the first time in a decade. And certainly dating for the you know first time at this point in the evolution of who i am and in my life um and you know my 20s were you know college and you know young and and all those things and so the you know the most uh, i'd say vol part of my life I spent I spent married and now I'm over 40 and i'm with kids and just a different juncture in life and i realized just how frustrating the experience was, um, and particularly for someone who was busy, a professional, and uh, trying to navigate, you know, multiple apps, um, and trying to figure out, you know, how do you understand who a person is through such, um, you know, imperfect ways. Um, incomplete profiles or not really being able to uh, know for sure, understand who they really, really were. And so that uh, led me to say, I know there had to be a better way that I could could solve it. Uh, So I did. Uh, About three years ago, while in business school at Northwestern University, Kellogg School of Management, um, I just had that aha moment and uh, simple, profound idea that Exceptional matches really do depend on exceptional information. Um, So I created uh, what is human. Um, It is for those who are looking for their forever person. Uh, It's a relationship app that builds deep, meaningful connections based on who people really are. And we leverage AI, machine learning, predictive analytics to be able to uh, create a more honest and safe experience for those who are looking, looking for their forever person.
0: Nice. Wow. Looking. To, uh, excuse me. I'm looking forward to finding out more about this. I think that's incredible. Uh, and as you said, you kind of went through uh, your own personal journey where you really didn't have any experience or exposure to dating the dating world, so to speak. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of kind of difficult to to uh, reflect back on my you know twenties as a as a learning point, or you know, to to think of that as you know, truly dating. Well, you know, while in in college, and you know, certainly, you know, trying to figure out who I am as a as a person and as a as an individual, and you're starting your career and, and all those. And so, I, I met and married um, right before I was thirty, and um, you know, three states and four pregnancies and three children later, in a decade or so of marriage. Um, and then having to navigate it at a different point in life was was not was not easy, and so that that's what began the journey for me. You know, there were lots of hacks that I was trying to figure out uh, of how do I navigate a pool of people, potential people, to just narrow it down to you know those who would be my most likely or best potential match, and and that wasn't that wasn't easy. And so my frustration, just like with many people, kind of uh, led to you know discovering a, a better way and realizing how technology and AI specifically could could lead to a better experience.
0: Yeah, uh, and I think that that's one thing that hasn't happened as such yet. Is the even though there is so much technology and stuff, I think the the dating apps, some of them anyway, haven't kept up, and so they they kind of are still stuck in the in their own <clears throat> personal loop. Um, Uh, And so people are getting the same experience over and over, no matter which dating app they're on, and therefore they just get more upset about it, more stuck by it, more disillusioned by it, and just don't want, like, almost want to give up on dating, and I think that that's that's a horrible place to be in. Uh, And you mentioned something as well about your personal experience and, you know, not really... doing that much dating and I think that that's one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is this whole definition of what a real date is and not many people know because no one's ever taught us no one ever teaches us what dating really is. And so how the hell are we supposed to know and what do we do and how do we actually get to know people and, you know, especially in such an impersonal way and I think that that's, um, that's what's key it can become so much more personal if we wanted to make it that way, which is great. So I want to I, I want to find out more about your app in a little while, but first off, I wanted to ask a little bit about your kind of uh, more about your journey and what you've learned. And yeah, the, the topic of today is, of course, you know how to know if you're ready for love now. Um, after you went through your relationship breakup and stuff, I get I'm guessing you probably had a bit of a period where you thought, mm, <laughs> screw relationships for a little while. <laughs> Yeah, to, to
1: to some degree that that was true. You know, I certainly made all the uh, mistakes that are common to lots of people, you know, who are ending, you know, long term committed relationships or marriage or partnerships um, in which kind of the instinct is to jump immediately back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you're looking for some kind of validation or you're you're looking to, you know, fill some voids, which are all the wrong things to do. And so, you know, it's the, you know, my, you know, there are three things I, I would say that um are kind of the indicators that say that you're ready for love. You know, based on my own journey, the journey of talking to hundreds of others who are ready for their forever person over the last couple of years, uh one of the uh parts of the journey of building Human was to talk to hundreds and hundreds of users, actually over 300 users. And that has provided lots of rich information for you know how we're constructing um, and and building out the app and building our company, Um, but it's it's also provided just you know great perspective for me about um, how do you know uh, when you're ready for love. And first thing I would say is that, um, and you alluded to it. First thing is that you you you've spent some time wrestling with yourself. spend some time wrestling with your own issues. And ironically, this awareness of your own issues most often comes from having been in other relationships. And relationships tend to be what I call mirrors and windows um, in the sense that a mirror reflects back who we are and a window helps us see into the aspects of ourselves that we wouldn't or we really couldn't see otherwise. But relationships have a tendency to do that, and so it's about getting to know yourself, getting to know what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what your intentions are, what your fears are, what your uh, loves are. But this is also the work, you know, to be honest, that should be done uh, for yourself, on yourself, outside of a relationship. Um, but it was, you know, for me, failed relationships that. Drove me headfirst into uh, discovering that and understanding, you know, what my real issues are. Um, and some of that was, you know, really illuminated for me through therapy. And I learned how deep-seated my relationship issues were, and how they were often tied to earlier traumas in, in, in childhood therapy, uh, ch- uh, childhood issues. Um, and so, therapy was just a, a key component. Uh, for me, and really being able to understand that, so, so that's that's what I'd say is the, the first thing is uh, beginning to understand just who you are and what your real your real issues are.
0: Yeah, no, that that sounds about right. I think it's so true because, uh, and the thing is as well because m- most people are not self aware enough that they are uh, and will not take the time to actually understand a little bit about that because it's always about. What's in it for me? You know, why didn't this person respond to me? Or, you know, why did they not turn up on the date? And it's always something else outside of themselves, but they very rarely take a take a look inside. Um, uh, and I think that that can happen for so, so many people. And it's, uh, it's a bit of a shame that that self-reflection is not there, that self-awareness. So people don't really take the time to, in fact, use that gift to find out more about themselves.
1: Yeah, it's, it's um, un- until you've done that work, it's almost impossible to be successful in any other kind of relationship. And that was a key awareness for us in, in building human and how we helped to encourage this through human is that our profiles are AI driven and uh, it's what we call AI truth driven profiles. And so what's really unique and different about who we are is that we leverage users' behavioral, their linguistic and biometric data, Um, to build profiles rather than depending on the user to input their own version of truth. And so- Sorry about
0: that. There we go. (laughs) You wanted my attention.
1: Uh, Yes, that's great. (laughs) But uh, so that's one of the things we do different is that instead of uh, people inputting their own version of truth, um, the technology does it for them. So profiles are are built based on leveraging past behavioral uh, data. Um, we discovered that uh, I believe it's 71% of profiles
0: are fake and false. Sometimes that's because people lie. Are they, are they actually fake, literally fake, or just people have faked the information or some of the information? Both both. So okay. in, in some instances, they're they're not
1: actual profiles. And in other instances, they're just false, where people lie to create a more favorable representation of themselves. And sometimes it's because what you alluded to is that people simply haven't wrestled with their own issues, and they're not mm-hmm. self so aware. Uh, so they don't know themselves that well. And so we have a, a tendency to uh, project something that may not necessarily be true. Um, so what we've done at Human is we've created a patent pending technology that really starts at the root of matching to establish uh, an honest, truthful profile that we hope in some way is uh, becomes a small mirror or window for the user. And um, we know that it'll actually help to establish, you know, better connections.
0: So I'm fascinated by this whole idea of AI uh telling the truth more i love i love this idea i think it's quite fascinating so how does that work like if i if i was single right now i put up a profile and let's just say i you know i think we all exaggerate just a teeny 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 bit you know i happen to say you know world's greatest dating coach on my profile how would the ai differentiate from that you know the white lie to something that is the truth
1: well, one of the differences is instead of you, um, you know, making that claim about yourself, um, we use AI to be able to look at your your behavioral data um, and your linguistic data to uh, be able to analyze that and then using natural language processing to uh, create a, a profile for you. So that is one of the the key differences. So when users are looking at other users on the platform, they can have a lot of confidence in that this profile is more likely than not um, to not only be real, but also to be the most truthful representation of who that person is, as opposed to their own uh, kind of,
0: you know, interpretation of what truth is. Now, I hope you don't mind me asking this as well, because like, you know, as you were talking there, an immediate thought came to mind, which was obviously the irony of the fact that this is the app, your app is called human, and yet the it's created by AI. So as in the profiles are created by AI. So <laughs> what made you decide to come up with the idea of calling it human?
1: Yeah, um, great, great question. So, you know, realizing that technology can actually enable us to have a more human and meaningful way of connecting. So at the base of you know, every deep and meaningful connection is is truth, it's honesty, it's you know realness. And it, when the limitation for ourselves to really understand who we are, to do the work that it requires to know who we are, that's where technology can can help. You know, think about uh you know technology that's being used in in healthcare. Um, When you may not always tell the truth to your doctor about, you know, what your eating regimen was or how much you walked or what did you take your blood pressure or what was your heart rate like? But there is wearable technology and there is technology that can actually tell the truth, (laughs) a more likely version of the truth of of what happened. Did you walk? Um, What was your heart rate? Uh, How has your blood pressure been? And so that actually helps us to be more human in order to get the kind of, of help or um, th- to have the kind of relationship that is actually benefits us. And so it's also the so-called human because I, I wanted to, to create uh, a company, a technology that's really all about all human relationships. So, you know, the grand vision of, of, of uh human is to you know help people find their person and it doesn't matter for what that is, you know. Our initial offering is around love and romance, but this whole need for people to be in relationship with each other is really a human issue, and so thus calling human. The other thing is, you know, um, you know, I was married heterosexually. I'm same gender loving now, and one of the things I realized is that as a same gender loving woman uh, over forty. It is tragic, very difficult uh, to navigate the experience of trying to, to find your person, to find your forever person. Um, and while there are apps that certainly, you know, cater to you know whatever your partner preference is, um, you know, over the last ten years, you know, that's certainly evolving. But it hasn't always been a a great experience. And and so I wanted to create a a company that uh, regardless of who your human is, regardless of the type of partner that you're um, hoping to find, this is an app that's created for all people, all humans, Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of what that, that journey is. And we can create a more human experience in the process as well.
0: I love that. I think that's absolutely beautiful. Uh, and I'd love to know, right? So, what, uh, like, you know, if someone came along and obviously then kind of put their version, like, I mean, how does it work? Like, talk us through how it works. Because if I came along and I signed up to your app and, you know, I put in some not so realistic information in there, and then, uh, like, does it, does, would you see or does anyone see a before and after just to kind of do a comparison? Or, uh, and uh, what did they enter when they joined the app? Yeah. So they actually opt in. So they opt in to allow the
1: technology to access uh, their data. Um, So that could be, you know, streaming. It could be viewing data. It could be um, um, linguistic data like, you know, uh, text or emails or those kinds of things. And then you also allow the, the app to verify who you are. Um, so through you know s- scraping sites and you know being able to um, yeah verify your age, your gender, those those all those kinds of things. And so if you're actually just opting in. Once you opt in, the technology does the rest. It creates a profile, and you have the opportunity to confirm or change something about the profile. Sometimes technology gets gets it wrong, and then that is the basis now for predicting your best potential match. Or as we call them, uh, your BPM. And so your BPM is a recommendation back to you based on who you really are, and not based on some other kind of glorious version of who you who you think you are, or um, or you know just your desire to actually have true matches with people, uh, you know, based on who they are. So it's a richer profile. It's a deeper profile. So an opportunity to to learn about people's values, about their causes, about um, what they watch, what they enjoy, uh, how they actually live life. And then we have a proprietary technology in which uh, it makes interpretations about that data in order to create
0: a profile. And when you say create a profile, I assume would they still then uh, an individual has to have space to add in their own bits of information, a bio, whatever, you, whatever people want to call it, you know, about themselves or do they, does it have that option at all? No. Nope not at all <laughs> wow. what's it come up does it come up looking like is it like a is it just point-based or is it paragraphs? so does it get well how does it generate that information how does it present that information to me so if i'm on the app and i you know i signed up and i've done my bit but then the, the information presented for someone else you know who could potentially be a match how does that show up for me is yeah. it like your know, usual dating app picture age you know information what sort of information is it
1: yeah. So one of the other things is that uh, we realize is that people are looking for more than just a pretty face. Um, it's really not as um, people are moving past, especially when you're looking for your forever person. Um, you're, you're, you're interested and it matters about physical attraction and those kind of things. But it's not the only thing that matters. And it certainly sometimes, you know, can be the hindrance um, that. Uh, you know, pr- prohibits us from really getting to know who a person really is. So initially, you don't see a, a profile picture. You actually see um, what we use as an ornament that represents uh, who the person is until you decide to go further along in the consumer journey, um, the customer journey with them. But initially, it the AI creates the uh, a paragraph, you know, based on all the data that it's collected, um, and it creates a paragraph about who this person is, and then show some of their interests. So you can get a kind of a, a view of what are the some of the likes and dislikes that this person has, how they live their life. And you get a recommendation based on how likely this person is to be a potential match for you.
0: Nice. I mean, it's been a while since I've been on the dating app. So um, I do remember there was one app around that had the, the face blur thing. So you saw a profile and the face was blurred, um, which I thought was pretty good, actually. Um, I, I never I mean, I don't know which app it was now thinking back and how successful that was. But um, um, from uh, is your, so your app is going live. It's not live yet, is it? It's not live yet. We're going live early 2022. No, wait. So, out of the test pilot group of people that you must have, what are their reactions to seeing just a bio of someone rather than a picture? Because, yeah, you're right. I think the thing is, when you're young, right? You know, I would say, you know, your your you know your desire to have a a super good looking person is pretty high when you're young, but as you get older, that just dissipates really because you you know there's far much more to the to the whole story. Um, But I'd love to know what people have taken, like what, how people have responded to that. Because the reason I say that is cause, you know, I'm, I'm one of these people, I'm typically quite visual. Um, there are certain things where, um, you know, certain features I do like, you know, whether it's a facial thing or, you know, I happen to like a particular kind of face or smile, um, you know, uh, and, uh, and then I will, you know, then I will delve a bit deeper as well. So that, I think that's probably the same for many people. I'm sure everyone is different. Um, so what what's what's been the feedback you've had from people about doing it this way' Because the other thing I was gonna say was um uh the matchmaking service that I run uh and I you know it, it does get a tad bit frustrating sometimes when I, I create a match for someone and then five minutes later you're getting message back saying they're not my type and it's like how do you even know if you haven't even had a you know a five minute conversation with that person fair enough after that if you there's nothing i I get it but you know you've got to at least. Delve a little bit deeper to know. Without that, I think it's just a fruitless um, mistake. You know, just swiping past someone just because you don't <laughs> like the look of their face. I think that's a that's a horrendous idea. Yeah, you're, you're exactly
1: correct. Yeah, um, that there 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 has to be something more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, the physical is important. You know, we're not not denying that, um, and uh, people do get to see who that person is after they've looked at who they really are. So after it's, you know, spending some time and realizing, do I want to go further in this journey? Mm -hmm. Um, And once you decide you want to go further, of course, you you get to see their their profile pic. Um, And, uh, you know, but at that point, it's after you really got a chance to understand who they are. Mm -hmm. The reactions, you're exactly right. That was one of the things that we knew that could be a potential barrier that we wanted to check. Uh, and test early on with users. And overwhelmingly, it was not a barrier for those who were looking for their forever person. Mm -hmm. So those looking um, who were tending to look for more casual relationships and casual dating, it was highly important, you know, to be able to um, see who the person was early on. Uh, For those who uh, were looking for their person, and we're looking for something more serious, not, you know, not nearly is an issue, um, which was leads to actually the the second thing around. How do you know you're ready for love is that uh, you've released the need to be right. Um, and one of the things that, you know, I certainly learned on my journey and and talking to a whole lot of other people uh, who are looking for their forever person is that. You know, there is a pivotal breaking point in our lives. It was certainly in my life in regards to relationships. And you realize that, I don't know, maybe the view of myself, the world, others, the way um, I've been thinking about relationships or thinking about who a person needs to be or look like or all of those things in, in which you realize I, maybe I could be interpreting it through A set of experiences or past pain that's coloring and distorting my view of myself and inherently distorting the view of relationships. And and so eventually you have to come to a realization where you realize that I could be wrong and that being right is no longer the motivation or the need. But instead, you become more concerned about being clear, you know, about being honest, about being true with yourself and you abandon that need. Um, to be right and so you exchange being right for really seeking to understand and to be to be understood
0: yeah it's like the idea of projecting isn't it is you know we have uh whether it's you know past relationships or just projecting what you want um and when people don't live up to that immediately you get disappointed and people you know um Uh, and respond and not only just respond but react to that in that way um what's interesting as well me and my wife when we when we met like i had no particular expectations about who i was gonna meet they could be black white chinese uh you know it it, it, like literally did not matter to me i was open to meeting anyone and everyone and ironically we and she was the same as well and ironically we both met we got came, came from the same we don't care about caste but um we came from the same cast. We you know, we had family connections and stuff like that. And, you know, of all the 40 plus years we'd both been around, we'd never come across each other, ironically enough. But but it just so happens that when we let that go, we kind of, you know, met what would have been nice. But, you know, it just it just happened. And I think that that's that's something that happens to a lot of people. They have this preconceived idea. They have this deep expectation um, but they don't realize that that expectation, I think, often holds them back and stops them from meeting some incredibly wonderful people. I've seen it happen over and over again. Uh, and it's a real shame. It's so true, though, when you you let that go uh, and stop trying to be right, then I think magical things happen.
1: Yeah, you have to leave room to, uh, to evolve and to grow, to expand. And I, I love the way that Gary Zukov uh, talks mm. about a uh, spiritual partnership. Yeah. And so you lose the opportunity to have the benefit and the joy of being in a spiritual partnership. And, mm-hmm. you know, he defines it as um, it's a, a spiritual partnership is a partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth. And, you know, that's not about religion or spiritual beliefs or any of those things. But it's it's really about, um, you know, is does this does this, you know, create a commitment that helps you to to grow? And be the kind of person you want to be. And so that's, <laughs> that's exactly correct. I, I I love that that's you're sharing that as your experience. It, it was certainly my experience and it's been the experience of, you know, hundreds of others that I've talked to that
0: there is that pivotal moment. And- I, I love Gary Zukov. He's done amazing books. I love Sea of the Soul and some of the others as well. And I, funny enough, I put put up this quote on my Insta the other day. A true spiritual partner one is one who encourages you to look deep inside yourself for the beauty and love you've been seeking. A true teacher is someone who helps us discover the teacher in yourself. And I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name of the the person Uh, because I just can't say his name and I will butcher it Uh, but it's on my Instagram if anyone wants to check it out but it's so true though I think that that's that is what it's ultimately about and again just you know touching upon me and my wife we do come from a different even though we're both born Hindus and stuff up we both actually have very different spiritual beliefs but ultimately we came to a very deep understanding from very early on that that didn't matter what we we both understood was they just wanted to be both be good people um you know pray the way we wanted to pray and just love and enjoy life and that was it and that was what was in common the rest of it you know then what we call it and all this kind of stuff it's just semantics really in the grand scheme of things it doesn't mean anything but what does matter is what we're both striving for, and that is to be good people, help each other grow uh, and have fun and enjoy life. And, you know, I think that's the bedrock of it, really, to be honest, and that's the bedrock of any great relationship.
1: Yep. Those are the the, kind of encapsulate in a great story, those first two things. You you've wrestled with your own stuff and you've released this need to be right. You really do open yourself up for something that could be truly magical.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what 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 drove you to this? I mean, like, was there a specific event like because, you know, again, I I hear the stories day in and day out in my journey and, you know, all the people that I coach and help is uh, with regards to dating apps and the, 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 the hazards, the mishaps, the events, everything. Was it something specific for you? Was it just generally over a period of time? It just kind of the process wore you down? It, it was years, <laughs>
1: <laughs> years and years of like, oh, my gosh, it, it has to be a better way. Um, it is exhausting, mm. <laughs> uh, you know, the continuous, you know, swiping and something that can actually become so mindless. And it's amazing mm. that something can be so mindless that is so significant in your life you know, and just literally frustrating. Yes, you know, I've certainly had, um, you know, lots of, you know, uh, horrible, you know, dating app experiences, but not to color them all so badly either. I've had some some situations that were really good that I've met some, you know, kind people, Um, but it wasn't uh, for, you know, without a lot of work, and it wasn't for the faint faint of heart. Um, you know, but early, early on, until I kind of realized what some of the hacks needed to be to kind of work around um, what wasn't a great situation, um, were things like figuring out, okay, how many times do we need to message each other through the app before um, we need to move this to a phone call? Uh, how quickly does the phone call, within 10, 15 minutes, do we you know, kind of get to the heart of, oh my gosh, this person isn't remotely who they <laughs> claim to be. <laughs> uh, and then if we make it past that step, how many times do we, you know meet up in order to for me to just try to understand who you are? And I realized there 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 could have been so much more uh, knowledge and exposure and just transparency and vulnerability and honesty. On the on the front end that would have made the experience so much much easier. So um no one single moment but a whole lot of moments that <laughs> kind of really led to that experience. And and very typical to lots of other people who just you know kind of bailed out you know at, at some point and just recognize that uh, um you know I'm just gonna trust the universe to conspire. Yeah um to to bring this person
0: to me yeah and how long was it actually that you from your from your breakup to meeting your new partner um like what how long was that process and you know you know um uh did you know did it take to meet that person and then also when you met this person how long until you kind of like decided yes this is my special someone
1: <laughs> well not quite partnered yet uh but eight years of online dating eight yeah. Years, and over the last uh, couple of years, you know, in what while in, in business school was kind of that process of realizing, aha, uh, huh, I can, I can actually solve this, and have been off uh, current dating apps because I realized there, there, there wasn't a solution for, um, for what I needed.
0: Yeah, that that's amazing. And how long has it taken you to to develop this app and get it get it to this point?
1: Yeah, so about two and a half years ago, three three years ago was kind of when the aha moment first came. Um, spent um, about a year or so to two years of you know incubating it, learning, researching, digging deep, um, you know, concepting, um, and then finally made the jump May of this year of 2021 uh, to leave my full time job uh, and to hop into being a founder. Full time. So it's just been the last uh, six months that um, have truly been, you know, building human full time.
0: And it is—it's quite a—it's a very tough market to break as well. I mean, to to leave obviously a full time job and do this now full time and manage it and create, you know, work on work on your creation. um, I I think it's incredible. And how do you feel about the challenges ahead of you know getting out there, turning into a mainstream app and you know, and putting, you know, creating some disruption, should we say, in, in what can be quite a crowded marketplace, but also a very outdated and very, you know, a, a marketplace that needs a bit of changing, I think, as well.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it is a crowded and fragmented marketplace, for, for sure. Uh, lots of apps in the market. And, and to be truthful, I think there is space and room for many uh, mm. of them, if, if not all of them um yeah you know certainly uh, not every app startup or dating app startup is going to survive Uh, those that are currently in the market and those that you know kind of will will enter it um but there is room you know Um, not every person you know is looking for their forever person our our target is you know those who are over 30 30 to 50 year olds kind of the you know primary target who have um, you know, made that decision that, that's, you know, that they're in a place where they're actually ready um, for that uh, forever person. So we have a very, very specific uh, target, but there are millions and millions of these users across the US and across, across the world. Um, the future is bright. You know, I'd say there, there is currently no solution you know, that really fills the gap and solves, you know, the unique challenge for those who uh, want to find that person, but want to find it in a way that um, where they understand how matching markets really work. And that is that exceptional matches depend on exceptional information. And that is at the core, you know, of the challenge. You know, in our, you know, normal offline life, we would uh, meet someone, you know, organically, quote unquote, you know, somewhere, and we would, you know, seek over a period of time to garner information, to understand who they are through conversations, through time, time, time spent, and uh, it's from those experiences and those interactions, and trusting that they are they're willing to be seen, they're willing to be vulnerable. That we, you know, gather some insight and thoughts about. Wow, hmm, is this, you know, someone that you know we could potentially explore what it would mean to be in relationship beyond this, and so. But now we use, you know, technology in order to facilitate that process. Um, not assuming that we'll meet someone organically. Our person may not live in our neighborhood, in our city, on our street. They may not even be in our own state or country. And so, technology literally opens the entire universe and the world to us in a way that we never knew before. And so, the process for how we build those relationships should still mirror very, you know, closely as possible what it meant in the offline world to be able to do that. And so, that's that's the space that that human feels in the space that human can feel in a way that um, no other uh, app um, relationship technology does today.
0: I'm so fascinated by this. I'm so, I don't know if you've got access to your system right now, I'm just so fascinated what kind of profile it would pull up for me if you put me in there. Is that possible? Is that? can we have a look at this? I'd just love to see what it comes up with. Yes, we, we'll,
1: we'll have to do that. As, as, as soon can as one can of do our that. data, I'm
0: sorry. Can you do that now? Are you able to do that now?
1: not ignite we're not ready to do it now but
0: <laughs> in, in the next few
1: weeks <laughs> all right cool. no worries. i'm
0: just, I'm just sh- sheer morbid curiosity like what it what it pulls up for me and what it says i would just love to see that um i was uh i was i had flora on the podcast the other day and i was telling her that i'd never done a uh love languages not love languages um attachment styles okay. uh i did the questionnaire on her website because i've never actually done one before and so, um, uh, so I was quite curious to see how it came out, and you know, it came up as secure, uh, which was uh, I, as as it sort of expected, uh, you know, without being too cocky. Um, but it was, um, but it was, uh, it was interesting though. So I'm just, I'm just fascinated. Obviously, it's been a while since I had to write my own dating profile. I help people do theirs all the time, so I do often think what I would write now, were I, were I out there dating, or what would be in this case generated for me if I were to use Human, and see, just see what what see could people actually so when they when it's generated they see their own profile as well and they can they can uh, then obviously add or anything and take it away or make adjustments that's,
1: yeah that's that's exactly exactly correct and i you know as as we mentioned kind of offline in another chat where we were i can just see so many um possibilities for how we collab even with your work you know as the in person human matchmaker uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and leveraging, you know, our technology maybe to, to help uh, make that process um, even faster and smoother. Because even, even when technology is able to make a recommendation for us, it doesn't take away still the human element of the work that every individual still has to do to be ready. Um, and even when we think we're ready and we end up in a relationship, uh, there's still so much more work work to do. So yeah I it's good see good. the advantage of how you all, you help, you know, even prepare people to be yeah, ready yeah. for an app like
0: Human. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to remind people all the time that, look, don't forget, I, I, I'm i willing to bet you've passed by on at least five people who are perfect for you already, you know, because, uh, and what happens and what happened to me was that I was the type of person before I got good at dating, weird phrase to use for many people, but it was because I say it's a learned skill that before i got good at dating um people saw a version of me which was just not me but it was a nervous bumbling stupid say really strange shit type of version of me that would never normally manifest in any other situation when it came to dating that you know that just that weird version of me would always come out and and that's what people saw and when they saw that they they would also assume not my type not for me and they would swipe by or just you know that the interaction would end there um so helping people in that initial stage get ready, you know, and just making sure maybe this is something that you could add at some point is, you know, just a little questionnaire just to help people and say, look, that, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know what would you'd add in there, but to help them uh, get to a point where they feel more ready, feel more relaxed, feel ready to, as you mentioned as well, be ready to enjoy the process, not want to be right all the time and just um allow what's gonna flow flow because i think there's a lot to be said about that art of allowing and just be so as i like to the word i like to use is surrender and see what see what you know what what may come and, and just take it from there um but yeah i think everyone needs a little bit of work within themselves when they're embarking on this journey and and truly it is just to it is more about that journey of self-discovery and journey of self-creation that we go on but you know not everyone understands that not everyone's able to put that into action not everyone's able to um that you know i think so many people understand it on an intellectual level and they'll say yeah i know what you mean but then they don't actually apply that you know they don't really have that uh wisdom to actually apply it and make it happen for themselves so uh so yeah so i think that that you know you never know that could be you know you could take my brain turn it into a bit of an ai and coach people before they actually do anything else <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. One of the, the
1: other features that I didn't mention is that in throughout the uh, app journey, is that uh, you can speak to the app um, as a way of also interacting. So you know, you know, take you know your experience as well. You know that you know, imagine being in the comfort of your own home and you're you know speaking, you're uh, um, answering questions. Uh, what makes you uniquely you? Um, you know, offering the consents and the technology to be able to to really understand who you are, you know, based on your patterns of speech, um, based on your sentiments, based on um, what you, you know, what you actually say and being able to interpret that is a pretty powerful tool to help someone who, you know, may be a little anxious about the experience. But you know, for those who are willing to discover who someone really is and kind of get get past that to say, oh, okay, here's who they, who here's who they really are. Um, mm-hmm. And that's someone I'm willing to, I, I want to explore a little bit further. And you mentioned uh, about uh, sometimes passing up on people that could have been perfect. Um, that's one of the things that's really unique about our recommendation engine is um, the ability to recommend to you. You know, those who would be your best potential match based on this AI driven truth profile um, where you may have not selected them. Um, but, you know, based on what we understand, we know that this could be a really, really strong opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. And so getting people to, you know, be more open and to explore Um And to, you know, really enjoy the journey and have a successful journey of finding their forever person.
0: I love it. I love it. I think that this is going to be very powerful. So you're launching early in 2022. uh, And uh, is it going to be available worldwide?
1: Not initially. It'll be available. We're um, launching in the U.S. for our initial launch and hope to move internationally, you know, quickly after that. You asked earlier about the the journey to building. I mean, it's it's a it's a tough journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, building a, a tech company as a you know, I'm not a technologist in the traditional sense of being a technologist of, of being an engineering background or a coder. My background is marketing, uh, publishing, and media, um, social and inter- uh, entrepreneurship along the way, nonprofit leadership, and um, even some ministry type work. And so, but what I do have is the ability to see problems that other people can't see. And in that sense, to you know figure out what is then the right solution for that, that problem. Um, so there are, there are lots of ups and there are lots of, of downs um, in building a tech company and being woman, being taken seriously, being a black woman. Um, and, um, you know, hiring talent and raising capital and all of those challenges that every, you know, startup founder certainly has. Um, but the, the great part about the, the journey is knowing that I'm building something that's going to leave an incredible legacy um, and truly revolutionize what it means to help people find, find their person. And so that's, that's the exciting part. That's what keeps me driven and uh, determined and um, confident. And just the amount of validation that I've received along the way from AI experts, from other technologists, from um, programmers, from social scientists, um, we're actually uh, have filed, a, we're patent pending uh, with the technology at, at this point. So knowing that we're building something that's novel and a new way of thinking about this space, it's exciting. Um, and um, I'm excited uh, for users
0: to get to experience it and for it to be in the marketplace really, really soon. Well, I, I think it's an incredible endeavor. I mean, I, I built one app before, but uh, that was a while ago. And uh, uh, I know how tough it can be. So um, and I think this is probably a whole other level as well, especially including the whole AI element. So um, I think uh, kudos to you for taking on such a grand task, grand challenge and and mm-hmm. rising up and stepping up to the plate to to take it on and see, see what happens, you know. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how this turns out as well.
1: <laughs> awesome. Thank
0: you so much. I really appreciate that. Is there anything I haven't have asked you today that you want to share actually about the app and how people can connect with you and where they can reach out to you if they want to find out more or register, pre-register their interest? Yep, that's exactly correct. Thank you for that. Uh, so the wait list
1: is now open and people can join by going to myhumanapp.com. And of course, you know, stay connected with us on, on socials um, across all socials. We're at myhumanapp. Um, and uh, yeah, let's. Uh, be one of the first users to be a, a part of the the platform, and, and you'll get a chance to um, be in our kind of a, an initial
0: testing. So,
1: yeah, that's
0: fantastic. I'll make sure I mention that on the links when I upload upload the audio as well to to do, to the to the uh, pre registration now. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's incredible, uh, doing I'm like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing how this pans out, how this turns out, and I, I can't wait to see the outcome and how people find it the experience and you know again you know what who people meet and finding their first loved ones it's uh um i started my matchmaking service in may and i have um i do have people asking me all the time you know have you had any weddings for me yet? and i'm like calm down like it's it's only been you know six seven months you know i'm not expecting the first matches for at least a year um and I had a message the other days from someone saying actually I met someone from there and things are going really well touch wood so uh so it's really really good to hear I think that's uh that does make it all worthwhile all the the headaches the challenges the the problems that have happened of uh uh, all being quelled by this one story that's come back, which is great. So fingers crossed that, that, that continues, but um, really admire your tenacity and your uh, courage and just doing this and going for it and see what happens and leaving and creating your legacy. Thank you
1: so much. I really, really appreciate that. Yep. Uh, legacy is a great word.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I think, I think it is going to be an amazing legacy as well. So thank you Dawn for coming onto the Feel Inspired podcast and uh, for anyone who's just caught the tail end of this don't worry the audio will be up on all the major podcast platforms and i will include links so you can connect with dawn or stay um in touch with her company on social media at my human app and who knows it may even be in the uk soon as well who knows Uh, we'll we'll, we'll petition for it to be in the uk we'll make it mandatory to come to the uk so (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome thank you thank you yes (laughs) Thank you again uh, to everyone else. Thank you for tuning into the Feel Inspired podcast. My name is Amit Soda. Stay in touch with me as well. And I will see you all on the next episode. Don't stay with me and I'll end the broadcast. Uh, Bye, everyone. Take care.